It's another exciting day in the city of Megalopolis, where the superheroes save the day and the lawyers save the superheroes. But it's not a superhero that needs help today. Just leave the pizza by the door, thank you. Wait, what? Leave pizza. Paid online? Thank you. Ma'am, I am not- Doctor, not ma'am. I paid online. I tipped online. Five percent, you are very welcome. I appreciate that Tiny Zars is the only pizza place that delivers out here, but I will stop ordering from you if you cannot follow my very simple instructions. Leave the pizza by the door. I am very busy. Thank you. I am not a pizza delivery person. That is not a medium borscht supreme with extra sausage in your hands. That is... <gasps> a, a, an eviction notice! I'm being evicted! Me! I am a process server, ma'am, and I'm just here to post this notice I to quit. I am not ma'am. I am a doctor. Don't you know who I am? Don't you know what kind of world-changing work I am doing here? I don't get paid enough to care, ma'am. Doctor! I am Dr. Rhoda Tork. I have PhDs in civil engineering, uncivil engineering, mechanical engineering, electrical engineering, chemical engineering, and ceramics. You're educated enough to know what eviction notice means, then? Don't you take that tone with me, young woman. I am doing world-changing work in this warehouse. World-changing. I cannot be evicted now. I just filed for a pet. Doctor, none of that really matters. The landlord of this property is evicting you. Why can't I just take my work with me somewhere else, you ask? You simple-minded fool. I didn't... I didn't ask. Look, it's the end of my shift. My work, my world-changing work, is this warehouse. It's in the walls, the floor, the ceiling sink in the first floor bathroom with the chip in the right corner and the stain that I just cannot get out. The warehouse is the work. The work is the warehouse. Okay, you know what? You're not listening, so I'm just gonna say what I need to say. You have the right to consult with a lawyer and you should do so promptly if you believe you have a valid defense. Your landlord may take unilateral steps. What are you doing? I am showing you my work so you may see the futility of your eviction notice. I'm just serving the notice! Please don't hurt me! Behold my genius! Are those ducks? It sounds like ducks. I am definitely not getting paid enough for this. Here is your eviction notice. Goodbye. Oh, you will regret this day. Hello? I am delivering Tiny Zar's pizza to you? Just leave it by the door. She's a lousy tipper, you know. Lousy tip better than no tip. Now, listener, let's check in with Harper Hallow on another night shift. 
What does this evening have in store for them? Ugh, I can't believe I'm here at 7 p.m. None of the other associates at school have to go in at night. They sound boring. Mr. Arya should be in by now. I'd better see what he wants me to do. Mr. Arya, I've been pulling all-nighters every other day for a month working on this. I need your help. Well, you know I cannot promise results, Miss Green. It's just going to take me a little bit more time to get the pattern in order. This eviction is a desperate ploy by Parasol. They're out of options. Look, non-intellectual property isn't my speciality. Can you please stall this for a while? I'll see what I can do. Ah, thank you so much. I owe you. <laughs> oh, hello. Have you been there this whole time? Just a minute, actually. Ah, looks hello. It's fine, Miss Green. Um, they'll be helping me out with this. I'll contact you later. Thanks again. Please excuse me. So we have a new case? We certainly do. What is it this time? Uh, Ms. Jasmine Green, who was just in here, is currently representing an, uh, enterprising young engineer in her effort to acquire a patent on an invention of hers. Uh, she has converted the warehouse where she lives into, well, something. In any case, Parasol caught wind of it and seems to be attempting to have her evicted, which would allow them to deny her access to her work. Parasol? The mega corporation? Indeed. Well, we can't let them get away with that. What's the plan? Hmm. Lois? Yes? It's time for a slow play. Oh no. I sense a malfunction coming on. I sure hope I send everyone the correct files for this case, and not a slew of articles about Sonic the Hedgehog lore. What? Oh no! Well, isn't that... Dreadful. Uh, by the way, I'm feeling so very tired. I may need a nap to properly recuperate. Uh, reschedule my meetings, please. Is now really the time to sleep? Lois is malfunctioning. Shouldn't we call tech support or something? I wouldn't worry. She'll fix herself in due time. How long will that take? I imagine it will take until shortly after Miss Green's patent goes through. Oh. Oh. You're with us? I think so. That's really our whole plan? Just stall them out? Do you not think that there's a case here? I'm sure I'll have an answer for you, but I'll have to leave through several books to find it. But, but what about... Isn't this a little shady? Shouldn't we be trying to find a solution? Johnny Lightfoot's tragic death at the hands of Chaos in Sonic the Comic was in some ways a solution for all the Freedom Fighters, who took it as a wake-up call. Sometimes you lose something important just when you feel you're invincible. Which is why I'm double-checking these 4K images of the comic before I hopefully don't send them to the lawyers. Mr. Arya! We haven't been asked to solve the case, Miss Hallow. We've been asked to buy time. Now, since you're so motivated to find a more permanent solution, you're welcome to try. Just do it slowly. Come up with as many motions as possible, make requests for discovery on every single thing you can. Uh, take every available excuse for a delay. Understood? Yes, sir, Mr. Arya. Good. I'm going to start with a motion to dismiss. Lois, you keep reading up on... Uh, whatever Sonic is. By harnessing the power of the seven Chaos Emeralds, Sonic can enter a super state, transforming into Supersonic, easily his most used transformation. Supersonic is one of the Sonic's strongest forms. In this state, all of Sonic's abilities far surpass his normal ones. He is also able to fly and is nearly invulnerable. Very good. To work, everyone!
Miss Firestein, Miss Castillo. Hey, Harper. Oh, you okay, rookie? You got that determined look in your eye that tells me it's gonna be a long night shift. It's this latest case Mr. Aria, Lois, and I are working. I think there's a legitimate chance of our client winning, but Mr. Aria won't listen. He just wants to stall it out. And Lois, well, <clears throat> Lois, can you tell me when the first meeting with opposing counsel is? Can you please hold off your request? I am moderating a forum. We are trying to have a productive conversation about Miles, Tails, Prower, and a bunch of goons are talking about Sank the Hog Hog. I don't know where they all came from, but they are very, very passionate. See? Ah, yeah, we've seen this before. A classic slow play. Count yourself lucky that Lois is just talking about nerd shit. Yeah, last time we needed to stall, she decided to get really, really into astrology. She said some... cutting stuff. That wasn't me. That was the planets. So you're telling me that this is... normal? Well, it's not the most common way to deal with things, but yeah, it's definitely not weird. But won't the client be angry if they find out we're not putting effort into the case? You are putting effort into it. Just not the kind of effort you normally would. Work smarter, not harder. Besides, you're not gonna get in trouble for doing what Mal wants. Don't stress about it. Yeah, Mal's approach is weird sometimes, but he gets results. Oh, well, unless he's up against Phil. True, but that's an edge case. Sorry, who's Phil? What happens if Mal goes up against him? It's nothing you have to worry about. Yeah, just keep an ear out for that name, and if you don't hear it, know that everything's fine. And if I do hear it? Then emotionally prepare yourself to keep Mal out of jail. Jail? What? Whoa, whoa, (laughs) calm down. Cole's exaggerating. Well... Cole's exaggerating. But... Nobody's named anyone named Phil for this case yet, right? Uh, no, I I don't think so. So it's fine. But what if... It's fine. Look, just do whatever Mal says. He may be a weirdo, but he knows what he's doing. I promise you're not shirking your duties or whatever by stalling. It It really does feel that way, though. It might, but that's not what's happening. Part of being a lawyer is knowing when to do things by the book and when to throw the book out. And that's the kind of thing you learn from listening to someone experienced. Trust your predecessors on this one, kid. We've been successfully pulling stuff like this since before you were born. Well, Mal has. Cole and I aren't quite that old. Okay. Okay, yeah. I'll try it his way. Awesome. And and don't worry about Phil. There's no way he's gonna show up. Yeah! I mean, what are the odds of that? This has not made me feel better. Hello, Mr. Arya. How's the case going? The motion to dismiss failed. Unfortunately, but unsurprisingly. What's next on the docket? We'll need to demand discovery of every flavor. Proof Paracel owns the property. Proof of when they came to own it. Proof of any mail sent there, exact blueprints, etc. Uh, oh, and we'll need a deposition from both the employee who originally acquired the property and the builder of the warehouse. Oh no, it has been 100 years since the warehouse was built. They are probably dead. Are you sure? We should check very thoroughly. That may take some time. Force them to dig into long-forgotten paperwork, certainly. I shall schedule the next deposition for Tuesday at 9 a.m. It's too bad one of the witnesses has a doctor's appointment at that exact date and time. Marvellous. Make sure to schedule a settlement conference and then cancel it ten minutes before it starts. Ah, the old court and abort. It's good to go back to the classics. We should come up with some countersuits as well. Uh, 
we can accuse Parasol of not maintaining the property, absolving Dr. Tork of her responsibility to pay rent. She hasn't been, but that'll buy us some time. Speaking of Dr. Tork, did you ever find out what she invented that's so exciting for the patent lawyers? Yeah, that matters less than mysterious evidence. I'm going to discover that Dr. Tork secretly owns the property after all, which means we'll need to launch an investigation. That'll drive Phil round the bend. Sorry. Did you just say Phil? Oh, and find me an expert on soil toxicity. A toxic tort's countersuit would slow them down nicely. What does that have to do with anything? And, and, um, hey, what was that about Phil? Phil is the name of our opposing counsel. For this case? Obviously. Oh. Cool. Great. <laughs> and as for their toxicity claim, Parasol has been dumping toxic waste in public landfills for years. Some of it has had some... interesting... Side effects. Yes, they'll think we're onto something and stall for us while they investigate. Might I suggest you claim that toxic waste is causing children to grow extra eyeballs on their elbows and causing adults to only be able to speak in a scream. Why does that sound familiar? Something quite similar was reported recently in Hoso. That's real? Perfect. They'll have to check to make sure that chemical didn't end up in the warehouse district too. Wait, Parasol actually did that? Shouldn't we, you know, do something? That isn't our case. Stay focused, McSallow. Um, right. Sorry. Uh, when is the next court date? We are supposed to be in on Wednesday. Hmm. We may need to have an emergency that morning, then. Uh, there's precedent that a continuance will be granted automatically under certain circumstances, uh, like a takeover of the law office by a hostile entity. Uh, Lois? Feel like playing villain? Always. Excellent. Well, that's all I have. Um... Max, hello. Anything to add? Uh, yeah, actually. Uh, what about adverse possession? She might actually have a chance with that. She's been at the warehouse 12 years and using the property without them kicking her off. She's got squatter's rights, right? Sure. Yeah, we need to drown Phil's smug face under a tidal wave of legal motion, so you're welcome to add any idea you have to the pile. But, but we can actually win with this strategy! Look, the elements all line up. First is actual possession. Dr. Torque has been on the premises and using them. Exclusive, she's been keeping it locked down like a bunker, and aside from a few minions, it's clearly not shared with Parasol or the public. Open and notorious, Dr. Torque's branding is all over the bunker. She has a sculpture of herself made out of wrenches in front of the place with a labeled plaque in front of it. All it would take to discover the possession is one visit from Parasol. Adverse slash hostile, both Parasol and Dr. Torque agree that she is trespassing. Continuous, she's lived there and kept her inventions and lair thingies on site the whole time. Statutory time period. It's 10 years in Megalopolis, and she's been occupying the spot for 12. It all lines up! Hmm. Yes, they'll buy that. That'll take a while to sort out. Start putting a brief together. I... Yes, sir. Wow, you were out late. Night shift. Oh, right, vamp boss. What about you? You're still in cherub gear. Again, not still. Another rift. That seems to be happening a lot. Yep, it's all great practice. I'm getting pretty good at fighting off sentient mushrooms. That's good. Always be learning. <laughs> Nerd. What about you? Learning a lot? Oh, you know, helping someone get a patent on something. Sounds thrilling. You'd be surprised, actually. I'm just tired. Hey, question. Were you gonna ask it? Shut up, I'm tired. R remember that thing you were telling me about with the eyeball elbows? And the screaming? Yeah. Did you figure out what was causing it? I don't think so. 
that's more Ratman's gig, really. Well, you didn't hear it from me, but Ratman may want to look into Parasol's waste dumping practices. I'll let him know. Client of yours? What? No! Our client is... Well, I don't actually know what our client is doing, but they aren't doing that, at least. Hey, no judgment. That's good intel. Get some sleep. I gotta go... Fight sentient mushrooms? Feral llamas. Yikes. Good luck. Yeah, you too, big shot lawyer. Miss Firestein, Miss Castillo, question. What's up? Remember that talk we had the other day about that patent case I'm working with Mr. Arya? Yeah. Well, you said I didn't have to worry about anything unless the opposing counsel was Phil, right? Yeah. Okay, well, the opposing counsel is Phil. Any advice? Good luck. That's it. Look, kid, there's no stopping an avalanche once it's started. Just keep your head down, keep doing what Mr. Arya says, and be prepared to pay his bail if you need to. Keep doing what he says? But I thought this is when I was supposed to stop listening to him, because this is when he doesn't get results. Nope, nope, no, 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 no. Results don't matter now. Now, the only thing that matters is preserving your life, which means you do whatever you have to do to avoid pissing Mal off any worse. Guys, I don't really like this case. Well... We believe in you. And so the quest to stall Parasol begins. All right. I'd like to call to order the scheduling conference in the case of Parasol v. Torque. Present today, we have myself, the Honorable Judge Leslie Finer, the defendant, Dr. Rota Torque, counsel for the defense, Malcolm Aria and Harper Hallow, and counsel for the plaintiff, Philip Aria. Sorry, Aria? Yes. Phil is my brother. Your brother? You didn't even tell your law student. Typical. Settle down, gentlemen. Now, we're here today to decide the schedule for the lawsuit. I usually like to start this meeting by asking if anybody has any conflicts that we should avoid when choosing important dates. Yes, Your Honor. I've, um, I've actually brought a list of our prior engagements for your convenience. Thank you for coming. Again? I know we haven't had the best luck this month. I'm sure Mr. Arya will be here any minute. Uh, the conference room is this way. Mr. Michael Adams is here for a deposition. If the deposition doesn't happen today, I'll be contacting the judge again. Oh, I'm sure it'll happen. This one's been rescheduled twice. I I'm certain Mr. Aria wouldn't change it again unless there was a real emergency. Oh no, Miss Hallow, come quick. It's an emergency. Sounds right. You simply have to understand what my work is going to do. I... Oh, uh, sorry. I thought I turned it off. I'll do that now. That's all right. Please proceed. Yes, so... Oh, okay, that's weird. Uh, Mix Hello, do you have a pen handy? Yes, sir. Please note down that I'd like to add a medium to the list of witnesses. A medium? Yes, to check the warehouse for ghosts. It's Mr. Aria, the other Mr. Aria. Malcolm Aria. Yes, we know who he is. It's his vampire side. It's taking over. He's losing control. His... Vampire side. Yes, of course. That does sound serious. I know radioactive bug bites can have some unexpected side effects. Let me guess. You have a cousin. I have a cousin. Dr. Torque, please. It's off. I don't know how it's still ringing. Obviously, we cannot work under these conditions. She can just put the phone outside. Well, I, for one, would not be able to concentrate until I know why the phone keeps ringing. And that is why I believe that... What was that? 
Bonnie's fallen and broken a leg. Now we need you to drive her to the hospital. Are you kidding me? I am afraid we won't be able to have the meeting as scheduled, Mr. Arya. No, of course not. I should go check on Mr. Arya. Moments later, in the basement office of one out-of-control, mosquito-bitten, blood-sucking lawyer... Mr. Arya? Mr. Arya, it's me, Harper Hallow. McHallow! Oh, thank God you came! Help. What? I've lost control. My bloodlust, it's too much. I can't handle it. You have to help me. Um, I'm just gonna... Obviously, you are not going to take her to the hospital. You can't drive, Mal. Perhaps I've learned. I am not cancelling this meeting until you tell me what all the letters on the gear shift stand for. Trick question. There's no part of the car called the gear shift. Oh, and a fortune teller as well. Why? To see if anybody will die in the house. Uh, also, to have them check when the next accident on I-86 will be. We'll schedule our next meeting for that day. Ah, you're back. Still cancelled? Uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Adams. It looks like we're going to have to reschedule. Again. It's horrible. He's out of control. There's so much blood. Blood everywhere. He used to pull this exact thing to get out of family dinner. I'm really sorry. Eventually, even repeat cancellations and play-acted monstrosity can't delay the inevitable, and a litigator will have to go to court, where they might just encounter an especially handsome court stenographer. Hearing starts in a few minutes. Um, you'll be joining me, McSallow. The toxic tort claim brought us some time, but they've freed up enough resources to deal with this simultaneously. Um, they must really want Talk's tech. Again, what exactly is her machine? I heard something about ducks? That's not our business. We just need to buy time, so we're here. Um, what hearing is this? I've lost track of what's been cancelled. Uh, we're bringing the adverse possession claim to the judge. Oh, really? You're using my idea? It was a serviceable idea. But we need this one to work, at least long enough for the patent lawyers to finish working their magic. I'm running out of delay tactics, and the judge will step in if I keep pushing Phil. I really do think this could work! Well, if it does, you'll know as soon as I do. You're coming up front with me. Oh, are you sure? Usually I watch from the back. You've done the legwork on this. You should be next to me when I present it. Well, thank you! I won't let you down! Mr. Arya! Why do you and the court stenographer always glare at each other? He knows what he did. But I don't. Malcolm. Philip. Adverse possession. Really? Gentlemen, please remember that you're on the record. A little decorum, if you would. I am the soul of decorum, Your Honor. I shall be as civil as my brother is. <sighs> Very well. Mr. Philip Aria, would you care to start? Miss Talk is willing- Objection, Your Honor. Seriously? <sighs> yes, Mr. Arya. As we are supposedly exercising decorum today, I would appreciate if Mr. Arya would refer to my client by her proper term of address. She is Dr. Talk, with doctorates in civil engineering, uncivil engineering, mechanical engineering, electrical engineering, chemical engineering, and ceramics. I'm sorry, could you repeat that? Which part? Doctorates in. 
civil engineering, uncivil engineering, mechanical engineering, electrical engineering, chemical engineering, and ceramics. Uncivil? That's what I said, yes. I just wanted to be certain. You know, to avoid any further complaints. Your transcript quoted me completely inaccurately. My transcript was accurate. You simply disliked the results of the trial. I did not create the statute of limitations. It was not accurate. I showed you three separate points regarding Miss Tazena de Novo. If there were any errors in any transcription of your speech regarding Ms. De Novo or otherwise, it is because of that ridiculous accent of yours. It's impossible to understand. Your Honor, could we please get on with this? We have lost enough time already. Lost time? Are you accusing me of something? Like what? Of, of falsifying emergencies, dodging meetings, bringing frivolous counsels? Mr. Aria. <clears throat> I, too, would like to hear the actual arguments we've all come here for. Philip, as you were saying, please refer to the other Mr. Arya's client with her due respect. Yes, <clears throat> Your Honor. As I was saying, Dr. Talk is trespassing, and Parasol is evicting her so they can make use of their legally owned land once more. It is a simple case, and the fact that it has lasted as long as it has is laughable. I'm not laughing. You never are. Your Honour, Parasol has hardly been acting in good faith throughout the process, but that isn't what I'm here to discuss today. Yes, by all means. Please get to it. <clears throat> Your Honour, my client has been making good use of Parasol's lands, yes, as a trespasser, for 12 years. Making improvements, inventing new technology, and Parasol has never made any eviction attempts before now. Here it comes. Adverse possession, Your Honour. She fulfills all of the elements. Of all the desperate ploys. Desperate? Your Honour, my brother has resurrected this law from an ancient crypt. It's an antique. It is good law. It's vintage, certainly. Exactly what I'd expect a relic like you to bring to court. Mr. Aria. Malcolm, make your argument. As I was saying... Dr. Talk fulfills all six elements of adverse possession. She has actual possession of the property, exclusive, it's closed to the public, and to Parasol, and open and notorious. I'm sorry, open and what? Notorious. Moratorium? Notorious. Ah, noxious. Mr. Rappaport? As I said, her presence on the property is open and notorious. I have photographs of the bunker, her branding on the outside as well as inside. There is even a wrench statue of her out front. I'm... I'm sorry. Is his supervillain client's tackiness supposed to help this case? Parasol must have either known she was there or not visited their property once in 12 years. It's material. Agreed. Please continue. Her possession of the property has been adverse. All parties here agree she has been trespassing. Oh, this is ridiculous. And her presence has been continuous. She's lived there, kept her inventions, her equipment, her property there throughout the time period in question. And that time period has been longer than the statutory time period that Sorry, is... did you say statute of limitations? That's it! Oh no! Mr. Aria, that's it. I can take you Bailiff, can this please cuff Sorry. this man. I've Maybe some time in a cell. Oh god! They did say I'd need to keep him out of jail. Well, there you have it, folks. If you pick a fight with a model of such perfection as Megalopolis's premier court stenographer, Kurt Rappaport, you get thrown in the slammer. What's next for our Malcolm Aria? 
It would seem that what's next is a visit in a courthouse cell from his young protege. Mr. Arya? Ah, young Hallow. First time visiting the cells? Um, yes. I I take it it's not your first time in one? Not exactly. Mr. Arya, what's going to happen next? Miss Firestein and Miss Castillo tried to warn me. They said if Phil was opposing counsel... But I wasn't expecting you to punch the stenographer. I was kind of expecting you to punch Phil. Yes, well, the statute of limitations is something of a sore point for me, as is Phil's idiotic face. But it's fine. Kurt will forgive me. He always does. I'll buy him a pint. You really don't like your brother, huh? I do not. Did something happen? I don't believe that is any of your business, young Hallow. Right, of course. Sorry. But what about... You got held in contempt. What about the case? Don't you need to get out there? Finish the argument? Ah, Arya. Good. I heard Phil was opposing counsel, so I thought I might find you here. How often does this happen? Good news. You did it. You ran out the clock. Ah, excellent. Dr. Tork is all set with a patent. I've already filed in for an injunction to keep Parasol from claiming the prototype as their own. And we've arranged movers to extract the product. Yeah, what exactly is the product? We can take it from here. Thank you for stalling the eviction. Excellent. Well, I was happy to be of help, Jasmine. I'll go ahead and pay my fine and get out of here then. Wait, that's it? Muxhallow, you can head back to the office. Uh, Tell Lois it's code Albuquerque. She can cancel the arsonist. The what? Might want to hurry with that message, Muxhallow. And you, Malcolmaria, owe a certain handsome someone a pint. We'll see you again soon, listener, for wherever there are lawyers being super, there are supers needing lawyers. Join us next time for another exciting day in the city of Megalopolis, here on Super Suits. Super Suits is an original production of the Faustian Nonsense Network. The episode, Stalls Well That Ends Well, was written by Joe Cruz, Rebecca Hicks, and Jackie Salagi. Story by Jackie Salagi. Directed by Amelia Kinch and sound edited by Kai Gwillem Pritchard. All music in Supersuits is by TJ Woods. You can find more of his work linked in the show notes. The showrunner overseeing Supersuits writing and production is me, Jackie Salagi. Go to FaustianNonsense.com to check out our other shows and email us questions and comments at hello at FaustianNonsense.com or find us on Twitter at, at SupersuitsPod. Our amazing voice cast for this episode includes Mornal as Harper Hallow, Marion Toro as Bonnie Firestein, Aaron Nicole Lundquist as Colette Castillo, Rebecca Hansen as Lois, Ben Meredith as Malcolm Aria, Johnny Sims as our narrator, Chijo K. Williams as the judge, Sabine Novakovich Wagner as Dr. Rhoda Tork, Jody Hansen as the process server, Paul Hikari as the pizza delivery guy, Tim Meredith as Phil Aria, and Sam Yao as Jasmine Green. Thank you to all the generous backers who supported the Super Suits crowdfunding campaign. We could not have done this without you. Thank you also to all our generous patrons on Patreon. If you like what we do and would like to support us, as well as get some fun bonus content for Super Suits and our other shows, please consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash Nonsense. And most importantly, thank you for listening to Supersuits.
Faustian Nonsense would like to thank our patrons. If you would like to become a patron, you can sign up at patreon.com slash Faustian Nonsense. Thank you first to our patrons who are meeting us at the crossroads. Neith L., Anke Fenra, Yoshiko A., Anthony Ampersand, Jonathan E., David O., Joseph Z., Mark S., J.A.C., Greg C., and K.S. And especially thank you so much to patrons at the Pod's Best Friend tier. Guy Z., Alec L.B., Probs Not Hawkeye, Jolene, and Trevor S. Thank you so much. Hi, folks. Let me see if I can sum up Midnight Burger in about 25 seconds. Really, Big Monster? Zero irony. Pardon me, Gloria. Might my husband and I have a word? The radio is talking to me. So this is how it ends. Eaten by wolves in space. There's a pocket dimension in the deep freeze. This is the stupidest dystopia we've ever been to. What the hell is that? Because you're having a cigarette? In 415 million BC? Where are we? Space? Can you narrow that down? The bad part? Ava. Yeah, that didn't work at all. At the nexus of all things, there is a diner. Look for Midnight Burger on your favorite podcasting app or just go to weopenat6.com. Greetings. I am the modestly handsome obituary writer of this fetching town of Crestfall, Idaho, and this is Death by Dying. Death is exhausting. And so, after a long day of funeral attending, I had retired to my apartment to get some shut-eye. I loosened my Versace tie and changed into my Egyptian silk pajamas. Are you the detective in town? No, I'm the obituary writer. Really? Someone said you solve murder cases. Murder? I'm Charlotte, by the way. Forgive me, but I haven't gotten past the murder part. Charlotte? The friend I now have is staying in the apartment above her Aunt Lillian's bookshop. She was my aunt. She was all I had growing up. I need to know why she's gone. Murder is the spice of life. I knew just who I had to see. The Angel of Death. We have become friends over the years. Careful. Death is ever-present. Her pet, the button-eyed raven, moaned inconsolably as usual. Your friends are abandoning you, one by one. You write about death, O.W., but how much do you know about what it feels like to lose someone? The shadow in the dark woods is making its way into Crestfall. Listen to Death by Dying on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher. Hi, podcast listeners. I hope you're enjoying Supersuits. It's me, Cherub, Megalopolis' premier sidekick. I can't wait to become a full-fledged hero one day, but I've got great news. You can be a hero right now by signing up for the Faustian Nonsense Patreon. Supersuits is made by a whole bunch of hard-working creators who put a lot of time and effort into bringing you this awesome show along with lots of other podcasts. So if you can, you'd be their hero and mine if you donate a little each month through Patreon. And if you sign up for the Meet Us at the Crossroads tier or the Pod's Best Friend tier, then not only will you be a hero, you'll also get a hero's rewards. 
extra content for Super Suits and other FN shows, early access to new episodes of Originals, and personal shoutouts thanking you. For my personal favorite, if you sign up at any tier, you get to see adorable pictures of the cutest FN pets. Adorable animals belonging to creators at Faustian Nonsense. So sign up today at patreon.com slash Faustian Nonsense and they promise they won't take your soul or drain your superpowers or anything, I asked.